This is the One Big Thought Podcast. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the One Big Thought Podcast. You know, this season that we've been in, we've been talking all about discipleship. And so before we go any further with our very special guest this morning, talking about young adults and discipleship, make sure that you go back and listen to at least the first nine episodes of this particular season, because we really unpack the definition of discipleship, how to be a disciple, the context of the behaviors of a disciple. And we take nine episodes to lay the groundwork. And then after the ninth episode, for the last several episodes, we are hitting demographic-specific discipleship, which has been a great conversation dealing with all different demographics within a church of how discipleship really works. And so, again, welcome to the podcast. This is your first time listening. Welcome for the first time. If you've been here before, welcome back. And as always, if you haven't done so yet, make sure you like, subscribe, share this podcast, rate it, give us some comments. Uh, just be part of the One Big Thought podcast family. It would be very, very great and uh, and awesome. So, hey, we got a, a special guest today. We got Micah Stokes here, young adult pastor. How you doing, Micah? Doing very well. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. That was my error. I had you no, muted. It's all good. It's all but now, good. see, this is real life, though. You know, right? We're not, you know, I'm like There's setting no you up. There's no retakes. Well, we could, but I did a pretty good intro. You did. I was honestly, I was kind of like <laughs> lost in listening to it. I was just like, oh man, this is it's really good. But, I, I really like the intro music too. I do. I like the one uh, Kiyama made that for us. Oh. I was like, we need our own, so we don't have to worry about copyright issues, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, he did really well. But then I get so grooving in it that I forget. Mm-hmm. To, like, I'm also mm-hmm. running as like the sound person today too. Yeah. So typically we got Ken with us, and Ken will kind of do the intro. I'll kind of play with, you know, get the buttons, and I got to do both. And so, you, you know, I already I got one error. I just I, forgot to unmute you. It's all good. Get a nine out of 10. But we're here now. We are. How are you doing? Doing well, man. How are you? Good. Hey, I'm excited to talk to you. You know, we're talking to different demographics yep. on discipleship, and I've been looking forward to talking to you because young adults is a, uh, it's an interesting demographic mm. yes especially in church world mm-hmm. and i know you know that you work with them all the time and oh, yeah. so in our context once to tell people what's the age range when we say young adults what is it the age range that you work with because it's probably a little different everywhere yeah yeah for our context we focus primarily on the 25 through 35 age range and i know for some churches that's a little high um right. but that's where discipleship has really been key mm-hmm. where it's like once people turn 30 um there's this expectation of having things figured out and having together that I think you and I have both experienced is not true in the mm-hmm. church, no matter how long someone's been there, how long they've been in church, whatever Christian household, there's still a need for like this uh, demographic focused discipleship yeah. for your life stage where you're at. Yeah. So you're picking up people, basically they've graduated high school or college. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they've gone to college, they've graduated. They may or may not be married. They might be single. So right. you've got kind of a vast difference between single, oh, yeah. married, married with kids, married without kids. You know, Have kids. Yeah. Not, you know. <laughs> all that, all the good things there. So you got kind of a wide thing. So, yeah, yeah. so let's zero in on the, dem- on the, on the discipleship side of things. Yeah. So as you look at the young adults, what's, well, let's ask this way. Why is it so important to instill discipleship within that demographic? Mm. That demographic is the not just future of the church. I know that's that sounds like youth youth ministry talk, mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, youth is future or youth is now. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, for me, once you turn 18, I tell people like this, once you turn 18 and you could be tried as a legal adult for doing something wrong, 
there's a greater uh there, there there's, is there's a greater like responsibility <laughs> that you hold and i believe that yeah that impacts your faith as well too where it's like the decisions are your own mm-hmm. your faith is your own if mm-hmm. you have a faith if you're here within the body of christ we're assuming you're here because you want to be not because someone right. made you at this point right so what do you do with that yeah. do you own it do you know how to use it um are you fluent in it or are you just mm-hmm. kind of like picking it up as necessary? Is it a comfort in crisis? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think discipleship kind of helps equip not to take away from our, yeah, our, yeah. our training title, but yep. it does help equip people, especially young adults with the different scenarios and venues that they might find themselves challenged in their faith, mm-hmm. using their mm-hmm. faith and actually how to make disciples of their peers. Because mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of Young adults, even if they've grown up in church, I think especially if they've grown up in church their whole life, understand that the gospel is meant for them to proclaim Mm. and not for a pastor to proclaim Mm -hmm. to them on Sunday or for someone in the church or mission field to go out and do the work. It's like, this is yours. Yeah, that's really good. You're hitting on something that the other demographics really haven't hit on, and that makes sense because their demographics is that young adults have to... I mean, everybody has to own their faith, even mm-hmm. a, even a child, right? Yeah. But as a young adult, you kind of said a few things. You said they're going to face questions and opposition and just the reality of the world. And so how strong are they in their own faith? Mm-hmm. So I hear you say that discipleship is helping them own their faith and also understand maybe apologetics to some degree. Absolutely. How to defend the faith. Yeah. Uh, but then also the second part of that is then also multiplying and helping each other out. So they're not just basing it off of a... 35 minute sermon on a Sunday morning. Absolutely. You know, kind of walking yeah. through that. So, what obstacles do young adults face that maybe are unique to young adults when it comes to discipleship or even just the whole process of wanting to be in a discipleship group? Yeah. So, for the age range and group that I deal with, you know, typically we'd be known as millennials, right? <laughs> um, I feel like one obstacle that has been very fun to navigate has been deconstruction. Mm. Yeah. That word has been, uh, been been used a lot this yeah, last yeah. year and a half or so. Yeah, I'll I'll use my definition yeah. of it. Um, the deconstruction that I've often encountered in young adults ministry has to deal with I was hurt or misled or abused within the church, mm. and as a result, I was not able to sustain a functional relationship with God. Hmm. And so, in order for me to now come back to God, I need to know what's true. And what was wrong. Interesting. Um, and, and people handle that in different ways. There's people who are very yeah. put off by the church. They go on this whole, I love God. I'm not coming to church thing. Right. And I'm like telling them that's that's not that's not the answer. Yeah. And then there's some people who are just uh, very uh, skeptical, I guess, mm-hmm. for lack of better terms. They're just very skeptical. Mm-hmm. They're very uh, uh, do you, pessimistic. Do you, think, do you think that, boy, there's so much what you just said. That yeah. could take multiple podcasts to get through. Say, how much time do I have again? We got like three minutes All left. Day. <laughs> um, but I think this might be worth just just camping out on. Do you think that when young adults now we have we have the the extremes, right? Mm-hmm. You certainly have people who have been hurt by the church for Absolutely. sure, for sure. But I wonder how much of it is that they have chosen to be offended mm-hmm. by the church mm-hmm. and not necessarily hurt. Like when I, when I hear hurt, I think somebody did something horrific or right, really right, right, really right. said yeah. something mm-hmm. bad or, you know, you, and we could go through the list of church right. hurts. and uh, Like actual abuse. Uh, yeah, it, yes. thank you, actual abuse. Versus I wonder how, because what I see is I see just a whole lot of people choosing to be offended. Yes. And that's what there's, is that is that what you're thinking? 
So without minimizing what people are saying, I think that there's, I'll give it a 50-50. There's okay. some people who have experienced, unfortunately, some horrific sure. things in church, sure. um, even just from a social, it, maybe it wasn't abuse, but it was just like, uh, you know, uh, people just pushing them away, mm-hmm. just you no know, isolation, mm-hmm. clicks, whatever stuff, right. stuff that's right. hurtful on an inside level, right. um, which I would say is not right. The other half I would say is just like, okay, you might need to. If I was being extremely blunt, like with my military eyes on, mm-hmm. I would kind of tell them, suck it up. Yeah. Like, this is going to happen anywhere. Yeah. You you get offended at Walmart. You get offended at the gym. Yeah. You get offended all these other places you yeah. go, and you still go. Right. Um, yeah. And I think you have a greater reason for <laughs> right. attending church or maintaining your faith than all these other places. So, what what is your hope that, and how does discipleship help that mm. particularly? So, one of the approaches I've taken to discipleship and utilizing the resources we have is um, obviously we do the assessment that we do the discipleship uh, assessment tool. And that lets me know where people are at to some level. Um, mm-hmm. No assessment is 100% accurate. So I always ask them like, Hey, does this right. resonate as true to you? Right. Can you see this in your own life? I try to get them to see it. Mm-hmm. So it really does start with this groundwork of where are you when we start this discipleship process mm. And from there, if there's a major issue like offense or this deconstruction attitude or narrative, like I mentioned, I attack that. Yeah. I'm almost like we can't go anywhere until we attack that. So um, I tend to just disciple people through whatever their obstacles or their Mm -hmm. hangups are. And then let's get into the actual discipleship of how to share your faith. What is your faith and then how to share your faith? Yeah, I like that. What I hear you say is. You kind of just start where they are, yeah. And they might be out of a posture of hurt, mm-hmm. or at a point where they really are deconstructing everything because of just whatever, right? And you're just starting where they are, and but then some of them are starting at, hey, I'm brand new to this. Yep, I have no hurt, I have no concept I'm of like, it. Or, Wonderful, let's get <laughs> <I know>. to work. <laughs> right, right. Well, as you look out over the next year or two in discipleship, what what excites you the most? And what, we're going to end with that question right there. What excites you the most? I think that there is a generation that doesn't want to just clock in, Mm. even if that's what they're currently doing. I think they're actually searching for something. Millennials want authenticity. Gen Z especially wants authenticity. So as discipleship continues to grow and expands and the gospel is shared, I am believing that people will have a real, real genuine encounter and experience with Jesus Christ that will just permeate their life in ways where they can't help but make disciples. That's awesome. Well, hey, Micah, that's, this time goes by fast, doesn't it? It does. You said so much in like three minutes. That was awesome. That's so, how I used to rap like Buster Rhymes. Well, they we should have did the podcast this we way. Should've, we could have did like a 30-minute podcast in 10 rap minutes. Rap battle. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, everybody, thanks for joining us. I hope this, uh, if nothing else, I hope this just spurred some thoughts and uh, and some just really looking at what's going on right now with young adults. And I uh, appreciate you, Micah. Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody, for joining us on this episode of One Big Thought, and we'll catch you on the next episode. <laughs>